0: everyone and a very warm welcome to grow your own way a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be i'm your host kevin roberts and i am a coach learning and development professional and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves throughout this podcast we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow and hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn live a life that is true to them In today's episode, we're going to explore the newly coined term post-lockdown anxiety. As the country loosens restrictions about what we can do and where we can go, there seems to be an increase in people's anxiety levels, with many of us feeling worried about what comes next. So today, I'd love to take some time to understand why we're feeling the way we are, and hopefully we can explore some practical tips that will help us overcome this anxiety. So, if you're ready, let's get started. So the inspiration for today's episode sprang out of a conversation that I was having with a friend. We were talking about how we were feeling uh, about the recent announcements regarding the restrictions being loosened. Um, And we were talking about how people around us were also reacting and feeling as well. Uh, And and to describe how someone was feeling, my friend used the phrase post-lockdown anxiety. Now at the time I'd never heard of that expression. I was half expecting her to tell me that she'd made it up herself. But no, it's a term that is commonly used. It's, it's used on websites like Anxiety UK, uh, and it describes the anxiety that people are feeling associated with coming out of lockdown. And, and this conversation really made me curious because it was the first time I'd heard that term. But all the images uh, that we are seeing and all the stories we're being told in the news and, and in papers, well, they suggest that, that people are eager to, to go back to normal. So we see people queuing for hours to get into shops and we see beaches packed. Yet we don't often hear how anxious some people are about the whole situation. So I really wanted to delve further um, about how accurate this narrative was. Now I I personally know people on both sides of that coin. Uh, I I know people who are itching to get back outside, uh, especially to the pub. And I know people who are still very anxious just about going food shopping. And and, and the more I researched and the more people I spoke to, it really, really shook me about how many people are actually showing symptoms of post-lockdown anxiety. So then I thought, well, actually, that's got to give me a real inspiration to record this episode. Now, whilst this podcast is for everyone, I'm sure there are people out there right now who are not feeling comfortable about the restrictions being loosened. So hopefully today I'm going to aim to give you some peace of mind and maybe even some practical advice which we can begin to implement. The first message that I really want people to take from today, it's a common theme for the podcast, it's why I started it, and it is that you shouldn't feel that you have to do something if you do not want to, um, and especially at this time if it makes you feel unsafe. If you see people taking risks or going to the shops, pushing the limits of social distancing, that does not mean that you have to do that, and I think that's really important uh, I, I had a conversation with someone recently, and he said he, w- he he was just being silly for wanting to stay safe. Now, saying something like that to me is, is just a, a red flag to a ball. Um, there is no one who should ever feel silly for wanting to stay safe. And uh, the advice they gave to him at the time is, is the same I say to you. And it links it back to some advice, I think it was from the Canadian government. I could be completely wrong there, but that's what I think said it. But their advice was not to judge yourself on how others are reacting or behaving to a situation. So that's the advice I gave to my friends and I give to you. Do not judge yourself on how you're handling these restrictions being eased by what you see and how other people are acting and how other people are behaving. We are all very different people. We all have very different needs, very different motivators. So don't compare yourself to anyone else. And especially when we talk about anxiety... That's not just a one-size-fits-all. Anxiety means very different things to very different people. Um, When we were first locked down, we we saw an increase in in, in people suffering from anxiety. And they were for lots of different reasons. Some wondered what it meant for their jobs, uh, for their health, for their well-being, um, their fitness, relationships, livelihood. So many different reasons. And, And the differences in how we're feeling right now remain and remember, it took an awful lot of adjusting to those changes, to those worries, to those those fears. And we worked incredibly hard to live our new normal, as you will. You can't see me doing inverted commas, but as I say new normal, that's what I'm doing. And just as we've become to get used to this and kind of be comfortable in our lives, we're now being forced to face these anxieties all over again. And yet again, these anxieties will differ So there will be people who will be worried about their health um, and they think that we're easing restrictions far too soon. Some will be fearful that furlough is coming to an end and they don't really know what that means for them next. And some have just grown accustomed to to a new and possibly even healthier way of life and are worried about losing that. So like I said, what I'd love to do today is just give a couple of thoughts and coping mechanisms that could help people even grow through this lockdown anxiety. So to begin with, I I want to share some thoughts um, for those who are still concerned about going outside, um, either with or without the restrictions being eased. And again, the first thing I'll, I'll say is you don't have to do anything that you don't want to. It does not matter how many pictures you see of people going out, how many friends want to meet up. If you do not want to go, don't. You are under no obligation. If you want to stay indoors, feel safe, feel secure, good for you. And I want you to own that. Be proud of your decision. Don't let anybody make you feel bad for that. However, if you do have these fears and you still want to go out, so maybe you want to go see a friend or you want to pop to the shops, but you're really unsure uh, about how to do that, then I've got some advice for you as well. So I've spoken to lots of people uh, recently who who want to do something, like see a friend or, or visit a relative, and they're just worried because they don't know what will happen if they do. And a lot of these concerns that we have about, about doing something different, changing our behaviour, stem from a place that we're actually, we're stepping into an unknown world. So how could we possibly know what to expect? So my advice is, if you do want to do something, plan for it. Now, what do I mean by plan for it? Well, what I mean is is very simply, just, just think of the situation or the activity that you want to do, but you're unsure about doing, and ask yourself the question, what would keep me safe? So if I'm going to meet a friend what would keep me safe? Now the power of that question is phenomenal because you take so much control back. So think about anything you want to do and come up with as many different options as you can. There's no such thing as a, as a silly option here or a tough thought. If you want to put even more precautions in place than the government are advising, you can do that. Just jot them all down as many as you want. A great example of someone doing this is uh, its a story of a friend of mine. I hope she doesn't mind me telling you this story. Um, but during lockdown, she was uh, missing yoga, the, the act of going to classes. And, and when the restrictions were first eased, uh, she could have found a class. But uh, the, the concern at the time was, can I stay safe? I'm not entirely sure. So she asked herself that question, what would make me feel safe? And she got a bit creative for her answers. And, then, and she gave a couple of answers like, if i could do it outside i'd feel a bit safer uh if i could be maybe more than two meters away from someone that would help and these are great examples as she was setting herself guidelines yes she wanted to do the activity but only if it met with her own rules of safety and i mean how empowering is that i mean that is that is taking control that allowed her to look for a class that met her rules and she found one it had plenty of space it was outside and when she went along as they were setting up their mats uh, someone even said to us like blimey we only have to be two meters away not five but she made the decision to stick to that she wanted that extra precaution and I'm so proud of the fact that she stuck to that plan and not folding because someone made a comment because if she had if she had folded she would have come back from that class and felt really unsafe it's like no that's not, that didn't feel right but because she stuck to the plan let's like say she has her own guidelines there um, so try it yourself and see if it helps. Uh, think of something that you, you want to do and ask yourself, what would make me feel safe? If you want to go see a friend, but you're you're worried about whether they'll stick to social distancing, what would make you feel safe in that situation? Uh, it could be something like you are both wearing a mask and gloves. Uh, you both have anti-back in, in your pockets. You make a plan to only walk in very wide open spaces so you can never get too close. Or it's even just taking time to explain your concerns and being very clear on the boundaries. Now, all of this, saying all of this gives you so much power back. You don't feel like you're, you're unsafe. You're saying, actually, I, I found a way that I can do what I like and keep myself safe. That focuses so much on what you can control in a situation. And as I say that, that leads me on to another message that I'd love to share. Uh, and that is, uh, at the moment, try and focus on what you can control not what you can't if i'm honest that that's pretty good advice for for everyday life um but for now i'll, I'll try be, try and keep it specific to, to today's topic but but one thing that I, that I hear a lot it's it's almost like a sense of helplessness about the situation um we see stories we hear news reports we see restrictions being eased that we don't necessarily agree with and there's nothing we can do about it and that's what we think is like there's nothing i can do And this type of thinking could really make us feel trapped uh, uh, and almost held hostage by the situation. So my advice here is to break out of the unhealthy pattern and uh, focus on the aspects of our life that we can control, the right here, the right now. If you imagine every piece of energy that you expend on, on looking outwards to things that you can't control, imagine if you were to use all of that energy focusing on yourself, on the present, on the right here, right now. I mean that that is phenomenal it's just that 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 takes so much control and so much power back and no one knows what the future is going to throw at us this is a situation that none of us have ever dealt with before so why waste so much energy trying to focus on that and trying to predict things uh, and it, it's it is a simple process to take this sense of control back so a little activity for you i'd like you to try this over the next 24 or 48 hours Make a note of things that that make you anxious or upset or angry, things that you have no control over, and just jot them down. See how many of them actually appear on your list. And once you've got that list, take a look through and actually, or it's almost plan. Say like, okay, these are things that make me anxious. These are things I cannot control. What can I do about them? Can I avoid them? Can I change them? Can I do something different? To to give you an example of this, so I'll, I'll use I'll use an example for me. Prior to lockdown, I I don't watch the news too much. Uh, I don't like the negative energy. It it just slaps me in the face if I watch it too much. So I don't pay too much attention. Yet when we were locked down, naturally the situation, you had to be more aware. Um, I needed to know what was going on. So I watched the daily briefings. I I kept up to date with everything that was going on. Uh, And over time, I I noticed that, that I was reading the news and hearing the news and watching the stories and getting a bit anxious I mean, I just felt so out of control. And it wasn't just COVID news anymore. It was everything, anything that was happening in the world. I just felt, oh, my God, what's going on? And then when you add to that, people talking about it all the time um, at home, my friends, at work, I just felt as though there was no escape. And I I just had that sense of feeling trapped. But luckily, I've I've, I've used this technique before. So I I, I was confident in the fact it would work. And what I did is exactly as I said, I started to capture every time I felt a bit tense and actually kind of saying, you know what, what's going on? What's causing this level of anxiety? And I was jotting down conversations I was having every time I checked the news, every time I heard a news report on the radio. And I started to notice, actually, for someone who didn't check the news, I was, I was checking it or listening to stories about 15 times a day. I mean, that even as I say that now, I mean, that just seems incredible, and I couldn't control that. So 15 times a day, I was being bombarded with messaging that I could not control. So I paused and said, okay, well, what can I control? What do I have the power over here? And very simply, it was the amount of time I, I checked the news. is the amount of times I heard the reports. So I set myself limits. I, I think I'm about twice a day now. Um, now that they're easing up on the briefings, that may even go down a bit as well. But that was it. That was my first act. And just a few days after limiting that, the impact was insane and that just gave me the power to control other elements as well um, i made sure that the news didn't dominate my conversations with my friends or my family calls at work weren't getting dominated i could simply have the confidence to say i, I don't want to hear that i don't want to hear the negative energy um, and it wasn't just for, for covid yet again it was the rest of the world and I, i'll admit some uh, some people took maybe a bit more convincing than others but over time i kind of had the conversations and right now I am much calmer. Uh, I'm less affected by things that I cannot control. So it really does work. This technique does work. So please give it a go and see if it works. I'm always curious to know if my coping mechanisms work for other people. And I think maybe maybe I can just share one more technique for you. And this one really does relate to a concern that I had. And I know a lot of people have had too. And it's the return to uh, the pre-lockdown life. Now, what that means is going back to how things were. Now, as I say that, I know there are people out there, uh, I've spoken to a few, who want things to go back to exactly how they were before. And that's fine. I'm not going to tell them they're wrong or anything like that. Um, If they want that, great. But maybe they could listen to this advice and and maybe gain something too. But I I think the common phrase that I hear from people who don't want that return is they say things like, I don't want to lose X, Y, or Z. I don't want to stop doing this. Over time, we've, we've become accustomed to a different way of life So the routines we're in, the relationships we've built, the growth we've had, all of that right now feels at risk. And if we go back to exactly how things were, we lose all of that. And you may have had that thought. I know I have. And when you think about it, just how demotivating is that? It strips us off our our power, our control, our confidence. So what can we do? Uh, Well, the good news is, yet again, it's a simple process, something we can do. And it really involves just a change of language. Instead of saying things like, I don't want to lose. Swap it to say, I want to keep. Now that again, I don't want to lose versus I want to keep. Say them out loud. Just see how different you feel saying those two. That's just positive language versus negative language. When you focus on the fear of losing something, you are giving up control. Um, You almost take on this uh, victim persona where you're helpless and believe that some mysterious force is going to take away your happiness. So my advice is take that power back and to do that, I'm going to set you a challenge. Um, this is, it, it really is a, an incredible challenge um, and very insightful when, when you see what you come up with. But if you are someone who is unsure about life after lockdown and you are worried, genuinely worried about the things you may lose, I'm going to i am going to invite you to try and turn your thoughts on their head and, and make a list. Uh, everyone loves a list. I know I always love a list. Um, but what I'm going to do, instead of worrying about everything that you may lose, Write down a list of the things that you want to keep once lockdown is over. Now these could be things like, I still want to be able to run every day. Uh, I want to keep the flexibility to be able to look after my family at short notice. I enjoy working from home, so I wanna do that more often. I want to maintain my healthy eating habits. List as many of these as you can. The things you want to keep and don't hold back. Be as outlandish as you want. If there are things that are making you happy or healthy or safe, Make sure you capture it on that list. And once you've got that list, just pause, pop your pen down and then just read through it. Take some time to read through everything that you've just written down and think about what you've just created. And what you've done is you've just made a list of demands for your life after lockdown. You have just said that for you to grow, for you to be happy, for you to be confident, for you to live life the way that you want to live life, there are certain things that you need. Um, And here's a secret. You're allowed to have them all whatever's on your list you're allowed to have this is your life it's your career it's your future you can have what you want if that list makes you happy be willing to fight for it now i'm not saying be belligerent and and start demanding everything what i'm saying is look at your options most of the time you should be able to kind of work with your existing role or your manager to see how you can incorporate some of these into your daily activities i've had conversations with people who uh, want to work from home a little bit more um we've had conversations about more flexible working so it's because people are prioritizing what's important um i do know people who have done this exercise uh, and they have come to the decision to say actually a career change is now on the cards that's what they need to make them happy they've realized they they need x y and z and they can't get it where they are um, if you are one of those people and you do have those thoughts, I will always encourage. Make sure you give it plenty of thought. Have conversations with people. Uh, I can just imagine someone saying, "I oh, listened to this podcast and Kevin told me I should quit my job." That's not what I'm saying. So please don't think I am. What I'm saying is you have set yourself a set of standards, and you owe it to yourself to, to work towards them and, and to fight for them and not give up. Um, and just make sure that you do it sensibly, responsibly. But start the conversation now. Like I say, we don't know when lockdown is fully going to be released. Uh, but starting now with your friends, your family, your loved one, your colleagues, your, your manager. Start the conversations now. and Make it very clear what you want life after lockdown to look like. So there we go. So they were just some of my thoughts uh, to help with post-lockdown anxiety. We'll just have a quick recap of the key messages. So remember, if there are things that you do not want to do, please do not feel as though you have to. If you do want to start meeting people and doing things, then just remember to plan ahead. Ask yourself what will make you feel safe when you're doing that activity. In turn, that will allow you to take that control back. Um, and that leads on to making sure that you focus on what you can control, not what you can't. Remember that list. Keep an eye of what's, what's kind of building anxiety and causing you to be tense. And can you change it? Can you make small changes to eliminate those things? To make, you, make sure that you have far more control in your life. Um, And then the last challenge we said there is is I'd encourage you to change your language um, and instead of worrying about what you you could lose, write a list of all the things that you want to keep in life after lockdown. And remember, this whole situation has been incredibly difficult for so many of us. So please do not judge how you are handling the situation based on how you see others act and behave. Um, And I hope, I I really do hope that some of the points and some of my, my thoughts today will help. Uh, the transition out of lockdown, just that little bit easier for you. Um, And whether you use all of the advice or you just take one piece uh, away from today, I truly do hope that some of these thoughts are going to enable you to grow your own way out of post-lockdown anxiety. So that's the end of today's episode. And I sincerely hope that those who needed to hear these messages really took something away from today. Um, If you do know someone who is having a hard time as these restrictions begin to lift, Please do recommend this to them, um, and hopefully, we can make life uh, a little easier for each other one step at a time. Uh, As always, it will be great if you could rate the podcast and subscribe. Um, You can even set it to auto download so uh, you make sure that every future episode goes straight into your library. Uh, And yet again, please feel free to give me any feedback on either today's episode or any other one that you've listened to. Uh, I really am passionate about helping people grow, um, so any and all stories are welcome. Uh, especially if you've used some of the hints and tips we've spoken about. Um, You can find me on LinkedIn, so just send me a message on there and I will be sure to respond. But for now, I'd like to say thank you very much for listening. It is really appreciated. I hope you all stay safe and well, and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye.